Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the... Go ahead, Brandon. The Markout Movie Podcasters. And we thank you for tuning in on today's episode. If you are tuning in, uh, we are going to be discussing Loki Season 1. Uh, we binged it. Um and I guess it's technically a binge-worthy episode then. Uh, but, yeah. and uh, But before we get to that, I was going to first share my thoughts on... I did, uh, Brandon, watch Clerks uh, 3 trailer. It looks it looks pretty terrible. Uh, just in, from what I'm seeing, I think Kevin Smith has lost his step, bro. Honestly, I don't... Like, I, I didn't really... I didn't really like Jay and Silent Bob uh, reboot. I, I didn't like that as much. It, it had funny parts, but I felt like it was a waste, more of a waste of time. Uh, so, in watching the trailer for this movie, I just I just feel like it's pretty much the same thing over and over without any 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 change. That's just how I felt. What just watching the trailer? That's my thoughts on it. I, I was cool seeing Affleck and everybody, but yeah, that's my thoughts. And here's what I thought. <laughs> I think it looks awesome. I can't wait to see it. I love Randall and Dante. I can't wait to see him back. Man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a heartbreaking story. He has a freaking heart attack in the opening. I mean, boo this man. <laughs> Saying it looks terrible. Yeah, it's just my thoughts, my opinion. I think today's episode we're gonna disagree on just about everything. <laughs> well, all right. Well, with that being said, uh, before we get into our main discussion, James. Con- uh, oh, I misspelled his name. I'm sorry. James Con died. <laughs> the disrespect that you just did. Yes. Legendary actor James Can dies. <laughs> man, what's come uh, on? I, I come it. on, man. Fix it in post. Uh, no, here we go. Uh, here we go. James Kahn dies. Yes, yeah. Uh, the legendary, uh, Goodfellas actor. I, I, I would say Misery is his for me, his biggest movie that I know him from. I, I wasn't, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a big mark when it comes to Godfather. I don't really like the Godfather movies. Like, like, oh, I, I, second I, I, was good. The first was good. Too. The first one for me, the reason I like it so much is actually because of James Caan. I was devastated, spoilers for people that haven't seen it, when he gets blown to bits. <laughs> because that he was the heart for me in that movie. He was so intense. He was, man, he was so angry. <laughs> uh, and I know a lot of people talk about Marlon Brando and Al Pacino, Robert Duvall, but for me it was James Caan that 
really made me invested in that movie. But uh, I love him in that. I love him in Misery, as you pointed out. Um, uh, I thought he was good in Elf as well uh, with Will Ferrell. I forgot he was an Elf, yeah. I loved him as the villain in Eraser with Schwarzenegger. The movie's not that great, but he upped the game as far as Arnold, you know, for Arnold there. Um, uh, Honeymoon in Vegas with Nick Cage and Sarah Jessica Parker. I love him in that. Uh, he's always played a really good bad guy, you know? Yeah. But I've never seen a performance of his that I didn't like. He's one of the few that I can actually say that about. So it's, 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 it, for me, it hits very similar to Ray Liotta because they just, they were so good. No matter what kind of film it was, they brought it. You know, I always compare him to, uh, I always compare him to uh, Dennis Hopper. That's who he reminds me of a lot of times. Uh, just like he was another good one too. Yeah, just that type of actor. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I hated his his passing. Just unfortunately, you know, I hate to say, unfortunately, his son isn't as good of an actor. But you know, uh, but but you know, but James was a actually outstanding actor, and he he's gonna be uh, missed. Yeah. But uh, yeah, uh, you ready to get into what we watch before we get into this actual review? What we watch, Darren. What we watch, Brandon. All right, so I watch uh, Princess, or The Princess. It's, it's on Hulu. Uh, it was a uh, movie about, it stars, uh, I forget her name, Joey something. She, she's known for being in the um, Kissing Booth uh, trilogy that's on Netflix. Um, but she's in this movie as a princess that's locked at the very top of a tower kidnapped by this man that was supposed to marry her, uh, but uh, she tried, She got a fight away from the top of the tower of the castle all the way down to the you know, to the bottom to kind of save her family. Uh, but yeah, she's like she's a warrior. She's like but it has a lot of action in it. It doesn't, the characters are kind of minor, like forgettable, but it has action. The action is actually pretty good. Uh, so I give it, I give it two and a half markouts out of five. It was, it was a, it was interesting, but yeah, it's not all that. Uh, another thing that I watched, was, which I did enjoy, is so I went back and watched Beavis and Butthead to America, which I love. I've always loved that movie, uh, and so I watched it because I just watched Beavis and Butthead through the universe, <laughs> which is on Paramount Plus. Um, and I loved it, man. I thought it was great. Uh, it just, they, it's, it's, it's like visit, revisiting an old friend, old friends rather, would be the butt head. Yeah. And idiots, but I love it. I love that they're still idiots and it still works. So, yeah. Uh, I enjoyed it, man. Um, other than that, I, I watched Woke, uh, season, uh, two, which that was, that was decent. It's a funny show. And now, like I told you before, I'm rewatching Atlanta, and I watched another episode of Star Trek: Next Generation. <laughs> One episode. I watched another episode. It's a good episode. It's a it's a Worf episode, Worf centered episode. So yeah. Uh, Brandon, what do you yeah. watch? 
Let's see. This past weekend, took Dawson to see Minions, The Rise of Gru. Hello. Um, you know, um, no, I, I like the movie. It, I, it, it was energetic. It was fun. Uh, but I, the story was half. It was eh, meh. Uh, but it was energetic and fun, and it may be the best animated movie I've seen this year. Which you know, I haven't seen Turning Red still, so I'm hoping that's top notch. Uh, because the animated films I've seen this year have not been the best, you know. But uh, you like uh, Bad Guys or Good Guys or whatever that is? Bad Guys is the best one, clearly. Bad, bad Guys, best one. I forgot about it. You reminded me, thank you. So, scratch that. <laughs> Wait, what, that was another animated movie that came out that I thought was really good. I forgot what it was though. Uh, yeah, it's uh, forgettable, but Bad Guys was was actually pretty decent, well drawn. Um, yeah, I, I like that one the best. I, I, uh, Chip and Dale, uh, that's the one I like. So far, that's the best animated movie I've seen this year. Is Chip and Dale? Yeah, uh, that'd be number two for me. I like Bad Guys a little bit more. But I mean, it was Minions was fun. Steve Carell still is good in the role. The Minions still it. Uh, John Claude Van Damme is in the movie as John Claude. <laughs> <laughs> that's hot. That's he awesome. had barely any lines though, man. I, I was disappointed in that. But at least he's getting animated work. So and and, and, and it's a theatrical release. Yes. So, so you, you, you gotta you gotta take the positives when you get them. Um. As you know, I went and saw Elvis for the third time, and as you know already, I, I posted on Facebook what happened afterward. I love when people, strangers, feel the same thing, and mm-hmm. you, you feel that joy and that happiness. And I was, as I was talking to that lady, uh, she was telling me that's how he really was and all that, and it was just a pleasant experience to have that kind of conversation, you know, with this total stranger I've never met. So um, that was a positive. And I just watched Thor today, Love and Thunder. I haven't seen it. No spoilers. Please tell me no about spoilers. it. Uh, not as good as Ragnarok, but I would put it better than the first two. Um, you'll be entertained. It's, it's It was a little heavy on the comedy, but you'll be entertained. Okay. Any Marvel fan will be entertained, especially the ones that think Phase 4. Is, you'll be entertained. Uh, let me let me tell you uh, I, on the Elvis subject. All right, so what I what I did to is I watched um, I watched a little small short documentary, very short um, or a clip of it at least called Elvis and the Black Community, and uh, and it was interesting. Obviously, first thing that that, that show was Al Green uh, talking about how much of a impact Elvis was. Uh, on, on music and uh, and that he'll be missed. They had BB King in there. They had Little Richard who uh, said uh, he took his Tutti Fruity, Fruity song, but but in doing it and making it popular, it made also him popular, uh, yeah. Little Richard popular. And so his so Elvis's fame w- w- went back to his fame, and uh, and also uh, they interviewed one of the uh, his backup singers, who's a black lady. Who said? Uh, she said they were playing in Dallas, Texas, and uh, they were they told Elvis that 
the backup singers who are all black couldn't perform and uh, didn't need to be there. And Elvis says, if they don't perform, I'm not performing. And made sure that they get the star treatment that he got, the accommodations that he got. And also, uh, you know, just he uh, and they and he said it. And then another singer that sung with him later on, this other guy that was a backup, said he took care of us just like uh, we was we was one of the boys. He says, yeah. uh, he says, he says uh, his first time meeting Elvis and joining uh, the singers, joining, helping or playing music, music or whatever for him. He said, Elvis got me a TCB ring. Welcomed me in, and I was just one of the boys. It was it wasn't like, no, you're you're different, uh, and and that's so I got to say from what I've heard, what I've read, and what I'm what I'm understanding is Elvis wasn't this racist that people uh, portray him to be, um, and I think that he gets unjustly criticized uh, for that when I don't think there's nothing that I've seen within his, who he was, that would warrant that type of uh, reaction. Yeah, I, I heard about the, the backup singer story. Uh, uh, one of the things B.B. King said early on was that if it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have been able to record music, is that we weren't allowed to record. Uh, he made our music popular, so he gave us a chance to record our own music. So, um and that's and just hearing that that's a shame that because of the color of their skin they couldn't record you know mm-hmm. and sing with white people or whatever race it's, uh, I don't like to talk about it but <laughs> it's just there's a lot of misconceptions of him you know and you know he was very, he was a very flawed person I, I will say that uh, he, he had anger issues and as far as what you said last week about the women, younger girls, I, I've heard that. But I, I don't know. I mean, you know, you, you hear a lot of stuff about him, like the race thing. I heard that too. But as everybody that I've heard talk about him in interviews has always praised him and like said how much of a good person he was, how much he took care of him. So, I, mm-hmm. yeah, I think there's a lot of misconception. Yeah, um, but all right, we can move on. To Loki, it's uh, it's Loki, yeah. Loki. All right, uh, all right. So, Loki, this is. I'm just gonna say, after the events of uh, back in 2012, right, is when uh, Loki. So after Endgame, when um, this movie, this show picks up right immediately, where uh, Loki steals the Tesseract and vanishes from. The timeline in Endgame, and uh, it follows him on an adventure, uh, and uh, that uh, he understands there's more to the world than what he thought it was, and more to everything. So I don't know. That's my weird Aaron Whitlow type of. This is what IMDb says. <laughs> uh, the um, Mercurial villain Loki resumes his role as God of Mischief in a new series that takes place after the events of Avengers Endgame. Um, I wouldn't say after, they're actually daring because he, he vanishes and immediately yeah. ends up in uh, 
Mongolia. Uh, it seems like it's Mongolia. Um, and uh, it stars Tom Hiddleston, uh, Hiddleston, if I pronounce the man's right, name right, Owen Wilson, uh, uh, Dugu Mabatha Rao, uh, Sophia DeMartino, and uh, Wunmi Masaku, who I know from Lovecraft Country, also from uh, His House, uh, which is on the Netflix, it's a Netflix horror, which I, rec- I highly recommend people watch. Uh, and there's several other people that is in this movie. But uh, does, is there any type of scores that you can get for this? Yeah. For this? Okay. I got scores for you. It's got an 8.2 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 95% on Google. It's got a 92% on Rotten Tomatoes with the audience score 91. So it is certified fresh. Okay. Brandon, you said that we're going to disagree when it comes to I Logan. think we will. I think we will. And there, there's, look, look, look. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I just, I'm just going to say it. I don't have a clue what's going on in phase four. I, I, I don't know. I don't know what the objective is. Like, when this multiverse thing started, I loved it. I mean, I absolutely loved it, Spider-Man. Then Doctor Strange happened, and I was like, eh. Then Loki, I was like, I'm I'm confused about the timeline, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand. Like, it didn't even feel like the same Loki to me. But one thing I will say about it, his character development, I, lo- I thought it was excellent. He uh, becomes such a better person in the show. Yeah, he shows he has heart. And it's not pretend, it's real. And, and I thought he was phenomenal. I really mm-hmm. did. Uh, he's, him and Owen Wilson drive this show. Uh, but everything else for me, I was, I was, I was lost. Simply. simply, well, simply. I, think, I think you can get lost because you're now watching it. You're watching it from a perspective of having seen, uh, you know, the Spider-Man movie, you, you've seen, uh, you know, Multiverse of Madness. So you've seen those. This yeah. is supposed to have been prior to that, to kind of set up for yeah. those. So you're kind of watching it backwards. So you're like, well, what is going on? I can understand that. But, yeah, I can understand why, why you would see that. But me going back and watching this, now knowing what I've known, what I know about everything else leading up, uh, you know, before this, I can see the seeds that this plants for other stuff later on. Uh, so it's, it, it's, it's an interesting perspective for the, to hear you say that. Um, I'm not, not dissing you at all, you know, kind of, but, uh, uh, but yeah, I think that it is interesting perspective. Um, I agree. I think Tom uh, Hiddleston is by far the best thing about the show. Owen Wilson is a close second. I, I and then thirdly, I would say honestly, he was so captivating. Uh, Jonathan Majors is so captivating when he when he popped up on the screen. I love how what he did with the character, uh, but we'll talk about that. But yeah, so uh, what do you think about Loki uh, first, uh, like the first episode with him, his first interaction with the TVA, and and uh, did you understand what the TVA was at, at first? 
Uh, not, 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 not in that moment. No, I didn't. I didn't know it was all foreign to me. Like it was for Loki. <laughs> I was like, I don't know what's going on. I'm, I'm, and I'm just. But I did like him showing him the events of his life, stuff he hadn't done yet. Uh, Owen Wilson's character was showing him what he hadn't done, and you know he he kind of escapes and then comes back and sees how his life ends in Endgame because it hadn't happened yet for him. So, and that's, that was a, it just felt like a different Loki. And, and obviously it would feel that way because he's still in Avengers the, in 2012. I mean, that's, that's, that's yeah, where he, we, that's who he still is. So we have, we have, we still have evil Loki <laughs> yeah. like right now. We have Loki that just killed uh, Agent Coulson who uh, just was captured and uh, it's still hell bent on, you know, getting the Tesseract and ruling the world. This yeah. is the Loki that we have, uh, which is interesting seeing that. And uh, him, uh, first of all, I like to say about the TVA, uh, it's, it's crazy how dated everything feels there. It feels mm-hmm. like like at a, at a uh, DMV or something, like uh, someplace that has really outdated computers and technology and stuff like that. And just like, like shut off from the world, shut off from, but but the stuff that they have is actually futuristic, but still, it's shut off. You know, uh, so yeah. I will I will say as it goes on, you you once you find out what's really going on, the characters kind of feel like they're in. I I have to say another movie, but feel like they're in the Matrix. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't know how much we're gonna dive into all that, but. And I was like, we're, that was an interesting we're take. Everything. We're spoiling everything. Go ahead. <laughs> that was an interesting take, I thought. Because I wasn't expecting it. I, like, I didn't watch any trailers before watching this. I had no idea what this was other than it's going to be Loki. I, I felt it was going to be like uh, staying in the same, you know, uh, with Loki. You know, it'd be fun, adventure, action-packed. No, it ain't none of that. It's, it's, the action comes later on, but it, it's, it's dark, man. It's, it's, it's depressing. <laughs> it hurt me <laughs> to see him like that, but to see him grow as a person too was was something I never thought we would see on screen. And you know what? And the thing is, so it took in the movies, uh, in that timeline. The actual MCU movie timeline. It took uh, his mother's death. It took uh, him and it took him and his brother Thor bonding, you know, over certain things. And it took Ragnarok essentially for them to really come together as brothers and and uh, and form their bond. Um, and then obviously he dies, um, but. In here, it took like he still was that trickster. He still wanted to. He had, his his ambitions was to take over the TVA because he felt like the TVA is the greatest power in the universe because they have all the Infinity Stones and they use them as paperweights, and that that this this must be the greatest power in the universe. So that his new mission is not to rule Midgard or in Asgard. 
But his new mission is to rule the TVA. Because if I can rule the TVA, then I will have all the power. Yeah. And so, but he encounters uh, Sylvie, aka Lady Loki, and uh, variant of him. Yeah, variant. And so, and that's another thing I, I, I had to learn about when watching the show is variants. Like, so if you, if Brandon, you going down the road in your car and you're supposed to take a right, but you took a left, you create a variant. You create a, a branch on the timeline. And so you need to be brought in and pruned to set the timeline right again. Yeah. Uh, see, I'm, I'm going to have to revisit this show again because it, a lot of it confused me. Like, I, I, I was... I was lost. After the third episode, I actually texted one of my friends like, is the next three episodes going to get better? Because I was, I was, I was losing interest. I was like, I'm confused. And yeah, I was just lost, man. I've never experienced anything quite like watching something and like nothing's confused me like this before. And I was, cause I went in the expectation, even though I didn't know what this was, I went in thinking this was going to be a traditional MCU project and it was the complete opposite so i confused yeah. myself i got lost and you lost interest <laughs> i was like loki throughout this story i not sure what's going on you know well, I, I related to him a lot <laughs> him, him seeing uh the, his death and stuff i think it really humbled him uh yeah. to an extent uh, he still wanted to be a trickster. Uh, I, I do like that he uh, he found where the variant was hiding. Uh, you know, or, or, or he tested the theory in uh, uh, Pompeii, <laughs> and I love that scene where he's like, "Escape my horn friends," and he's like, "Hey, you are all about to die. This this volcano is going to erupt, and you all will die." You know. You know, and like we're from the future, and he's like, he says, "Are we from the future?" I feel like we're futury. So yeah, yeah, we're from the future. Just like I love, it. you can tell that Tom Hiddleston was having fun with the role. Um, and, and that's one thing I liked about it. I loved it to see him. I love to see characters or actors have fun with the parts of the plan, and I yeah. felt like he was having fun with that with with Loki. Um, yeah, I felt the same way with pretty much everybody in the show. They were actually having a good time, especially Owen Wilson. I mean, Owen was that. This character is classic Owen Wilson. And for me, I know you said you like Loki the best. For me, it was Owen Wilson. I wanted more of him. You're a mark for Owen. I'm a I'm a major mark for Owen. <laughs> but I I, I, I liked Tom as Loki too. It just took it took me some time to get there with him. It's like because it, it was it was different. And I wasn't expecting how different it was going to be. The, yeah. the worlds they were creating, it just blew my mind. It's just, I was like, what am I watching? I actually said out loud, what is this? Is it, This is not the MCU. Yeah, I like the, well, the TVA. Well, this is, yeah. there is a realm in between the, like, it's, it's, it's kind of weird. But I love that. Uh, you didn't warn me. You know, I, <laughs> no I don't warning. I don't like warning people, but uh, but yeah, it's, it's it was 
I, I always I loved it. I, me revisiting it and watching it for the second time, I absolutely loved it again. Uh, but yeah, I love the. Um, I, so I love the the parts when uh, Loki. There's a part I wanted to mention. Well, Owen Wilson. There's a scene in there where Owen and, and uh, where his character Morbius or whatever Mo- Mobius 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 Mobius. Uh, he's talking to uh, the other guy. Yeah, he's talking to Loki. He's talking to Loki, and he uh, he says Loki says something, but you could tell that the that the laugh that Owen Wilson has was actually Owen laughing. Like he said something, I forgot what it was. It's just there, I think there's an elevator or there in the scene somewhere, and he laughs. But the, the laugh seemed like he was really breaking character real quick. <laughs> just just it, it looked like they had fun together. Yeah, um, I thought that's um, when the show flowed the best when they were together. Yeah, and that's what I thought it was going to show. When I first watched it, I thought, oh, maybe it's going to be like them two going through time together. Uh, Bilfer says, the new Thor ain't that bad. It's actually pretty good. <laughs> According to Brandon. <laughs> Although, don't spoil it, I haven't seen it. Uh, it's just but, not as good uh, as Ragnarok. Yeah. But, you know. Ragnarok. But I can't compare it yet because I haven't seen it. But, uh, uh yeah, I thought that I enjoyed it. I love my favorite episode, I would say. Well, a couple of them. So well, my main favorite episode is is when they was in the uh, pruned place or whatever and uh, and all the other Lokis. I love it. Like Old Man Loki, Kid Loki, uh, Bane Loki, or, or you know. Um, oh, look, we got two Bilfer and Joker TV together. Don't oh, listen to him at all. <laughs> oh, Isn't that a but, character from God of War? <laughs> no, no spoilers, please, honestly. But, uh, it's yeah. a different, different universe, Aaron. Different universe. I don't, I don't know. I have no idea. But anyway, uh, no, that's my favorite. That's one of my favorite scenes is them. Together, uh, mm-hmm. uh, you know, just seeing them and uh, alligator Loki, I just loved it, man. I loved it. Um, uh, he is the god of war. Oh, that's the game, the video game, right? Yeah, okay, it's getting turned into a TV series. Really, I've never actually played it, but you know, I was thinking that was his name. Yeah, uh, well, it's interesting. Joker and Joker together, it's and that's first time. My theory over the same person. Well, I don't know. Uh, Bilford hadn't come in anymore, so maybe you never know. I don't know. He came too fast. He came so fast. Uh, but anyway, um, Brandon, what what episode jumped out to you? Or what uh, thing jumped to you? Well, when the uh, with the alligator, I like this is this is where I'm at, man. That when when we see the alligator for the very first time and it's supposed to be a variant of Loki, I'm like, what? What's going on? Stop it! <laughs> I hate the multiverse. He's the one. Yeah, I believe you. I, at least I, I do know who Joker is. Like I know him personally. I know who I. Uh, speaking of only, Brandon needs to renew his pants. <laughs> Uh, maybe I should open it back up, make some more money. 
Well, hey, you knew he had one, so that means that are you a subscriber to OnlyFans? I don't have an OnlyFans, Aaron. I don't know what you do to make extra little pocket cash, but uh, showing people your feet, I don't know what you do, Brandon. Uh, ASMR. My feet. My feet. Uh, ASMR. ASMR. What mm. guy is going to show people their feet and get paid? Brandon. Men have foot fetishes. Women do not have that kind of fetish, I don't think. I've never met a woman that had a foot fetish. Okay. It's We're so up. off topic here. We're talking but, about OnlyFans. See what you did, David. See what you did. Foot fetishes. <laughs> that's where Aaron goes. Foot no, fetishes. Don't, don't say don't say I go there. But anyway, um so the main like obviously what do you think about Miss Minutes, like the animation, that that, that character? What in the world? <laughs> Holy loose. Lies. It's called clapping, clapping cheeks for theater seats. Oh, Lord. I have no comment on that one. So what do I think about who? <laughs> <laughs> Miss Minutes. Uh, that's the clock, the animated clock. That is. Oh, yeah. A- um, it was, I mean, it kind of felt like to, to me, like out of like an old Disney animated film, like in the older days. Yeah, uh, I, I liked it though. I mean, I, I thought it was it was different. This whole show's different though. It's, everything's different here. I mean, it just everything. I, I liked. Yeah. I liked it. Um, I also liked the. I don't remember her name. The the one of the agents for the this organization. One the black lady. I don't remember. Her name. Uh, she. I know her from uh, Lovecraft Country. Yeah. Is she on that? Yes, she is. Yeah, oh, she's yeah. Just, you get two people from Lovecraft Country in this. We do, don't we? I didn't yeah. think about that. Yeah, I like. I really liked her. The Strange was awesome. No, Zombie Doctor Strange was not awesome. <laughs> but personally, I just didn't like Doctor Strange and Multiverse of Madness as much. I, I thought it was okay, but no, it just yeah. I it actually like the zombie yeah. version because it reminded me so much of Evil Dead. So. It was a good callback to that, but I don't know anything about the zombies in MCU. So, oh, well, hold on to your hats. You gotta get oh, some more. I know, I know, I know. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but yeah, no. Uh, what you? What were you saying about that character, that lady? I, I thought she was good. I, I didn't understand her motivation early on, but I was like, I'm intrigued by her. I don't know why at that moment. I was just intrigued by her. Um. Then you find out the truth about what's going on that they're variants themselves. You know, they they had a different life before, which is why I say it's like the Matrix. Uh, and I was like, mm-hmm. it was just I was intrigued with certain things they did in the show, especially with her. I I wanted to know more about her. Mm-hmm. Out of all the other characters they showed, um, that's not Owen Wilson or Loki or. The uh, other Loki variant, the woman, Sylvie, she was the best, number four for me. She's top four. Um, oh, yeah. I don't know why. I, I just wanted to know more. I thought she was she did a good job. I'm intrigued. I love the I love the dynamic real quick between Loki and Sylvie. And, and Loki said it best in the last episode. He says, uh, "You can't trust, and I can't be trusted." Yeah, you know. And so that kind of sums them up. But the thing is, 
Loki could be trusted at that point because he has grown as a character. Yeah. They want to have to trust him. And uh, Loki obviously is trying to make the right call. He's like, no, it's it's a bad idea to just kill this man. <laughs> because, you know, what if he's right? What if he's not lying? What if, honestly, if you kill him, something worse is going to come? Like you, know, he, you know what else, though, was weird for me? And I had a hard time accepting? Loki's the hero here in this, this show. And I had an extremely hard time accepting that. I love Loki, but I love him as the bad guy. I don't, it didn't feel natural for me to watch him be the hero. Did it, Did you feel that way the first time watching, or is that just me? Uh, no, I didn't feel weird. I always thought he was a bit heroic, especially from Ragnarok and everything. Like I felt like he's, he's he died a hero, uh, trying to die a hero. Um, but, he's not, but he's not that Loki. He's not that Loki. Yeah, yeah, I understand. But I think that his his character development in the show uh, shows that he. Has oh, I, I know. I, I agree. I agree. I just it just felt weird to see him yeah. be the hero. I yeah. wouldn't. I, I was expecting him to be the villain of the show because he's Loki. Mm-hmm. But I, it just took me. It, it, it. I got lost. Speaking of speaking of villains. Absolutely love Jonathan Major's performance in this in the show. He how he how he was uh, so just kind of eccentric and laid back and and just so like nonchalant about it. Uh, uh, and I love when he said <laughs> so so uh, uh, Sylvie like he said shut up Sylvie shut up hypocrite murderer you sit on your high horse and you've done this. You know, we all done things that was wrong. You know, I, I yeah. love that his monologue just his his, his he, he just drew you in. I just felt like it's just Jonathan Majors as an actor. I've I've come to really enjoy him. Uh, can't wait to see him in uh, the next Creed film. Uh, but yeah, oh man, he just and who's he supposed I, to be? I think he's clever. <laughs> I don't want to say clever. in this and this and this and this. Oh, oh, in this. Oh, uh, he is. Uh, he's. Uh, I don't want to miss say his name, Kang, or whatever the uh, the next big bad. So he's gonna, gonna be. be so he's gonna be like the villain, Thanos. like Thanos. He's gonna, be, he's gonna be like worse than Thanos. He's like this. This, this guy's worse than Thanos. Like he's he's like big big bad. Like as mm. far as I know. Um. My my uh, iPad died, so I can't look it up. But yeah, um, as far as I know, now y'all, if y'all that read the comics or whatever, or is a, is aware of this, I'm not. Please let us know. I, I, I didn't know who he was. I had heard something about the Conqueror, but I, I don't know. I don't yeah. know his character at all. So I, I and they didn't list him as a Conqueror in the credits, so I, I didn't know who he really was. Yeah, he he's he who remains in here, but. He's a variant of that of the conqueror guy. So, but and at the end of it, with with the statue you see, is that that conqueror, yeah, has conquered. He is, he's clearly controls the TVA. He controls everything. He's the guy. Um, but yeah, yeah, he's a. Um, but yeah, so he his his variants. He said, "I love when he says." And we, you know, it would start off pleasant enough. Like, oh, man, hey, man, 
nice coat, nice, nice hair, nice nose. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, cool, man. Yeah, thanks. You know, like it's like little interactions with themselves. This is like, oh man, I just loved, I loved everything about Jonathan Majors in this in the show, and even like him, the way he is giddy at the at the um, Loki and Sylvie spying, the way he is kind of remind me of like Palpatine. How he was like at Luke and Vader and stuff. He's like, oh yes, you know. I liked how he had a script, what was going to happen. You know, he was laying it all out there. And that was, I actually felt that was like a callback to the first episode with Loki, everything he said in his life. And, you know, I was like, that's, that, was, that was a nice little connection there. Um, but I would, I would say, I think it was episode two or maybe three when uh, the female variant, Sylvie and Loki, was trapped together. I, I kind of mm-hmm. like that episode, uh, you know, them bonding and everything. I, I, they, they were building their relationship. I like that. Um, I can't. I just. It was just so foreign to me, and I just, I just wasn't expecting it. I should have watched. You know, it. I should have watched. You this. know. <laughs> you know what I noticed though. Also, so on that on that scene where they were on the train. And uh, they're trying to escape doom. Uh, so the I noticed that Sylvie is so serious. So she has done everything she could possibly to shake the uh, mischief, mischievous uh, persona. She doesn't want to be that. She doesn't. She even doesn't call herself Loki because she rejects it. She yeah. I'm not that. I'm me. I'm Sylvie. I'm not going to be that. And so she's so serious, whereas Loki is so comical. He's like, he'll use humor or whatever to get out of things, or he's quick to, to use his his trick trickster type of personality <clears throat> to get out. And 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 he doesn't take things as serious as she does, but, it's, it, but on that journey, he started taking it as serious as she does. Yeah, um, he he starts to realize, yeah, I gotta dial this thing back, you know that, you know. But yeah, yeah, I noticed that too. I was like, yeah, we're getting serious, Loki, and I was like, it's like I said, I just wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> That's gonna be your next shot. I just wasn't prepared for it. <laughs> <laughs> and on the back it say Loki, <laughs> Loki show. <laughs> phase four. It's just phase four. <laughs> but yeah. yeah. But here's another thing I, I thought, like, and I, you probably disagree with me on it, and that's fine. Uh, I'm, I'm going to say most people will. But what, what is your feeling on the, um, uh, the multiverse now? We've, we, we're we really diving into it. Do you think it's hurting DMCU? Um, I, I really do. I think it's hurting it. It could be cool if done properly, but so far, I don't think it has been done properly. Properly, and, and other than Spider-Man, yeah, far from, uh, No Way Home, that's the only time I think it's done properly. Uh, uh, I think in in Loki, just to kind of see about it a little bit, uh, seeing that there is this multiverse out there, I thought it, it kind of gave you an appetizer as to what what was to come. Which we got the main course, in my opinion, in in Spider-Man No Way Home, yeah, and 
we didn't we we didn't really get it in multiverse of madness, which you had it in the title, but we didn't get it. We didn't really stay in a multiverse. We stayed in one multiverse. We went through a few of them to get to that one. And I just felt like we were robbed. I think that our multiverse movie was No Way Home, um, and, uh, and I think our multiverse show is this one. Uh, but I think yeah. though for No Way Home, the reason that it's so successful is because people knew the characters and they love the characters from the Sony verse. You know, that's you know you put those together, you're gonna get. A, I mean, just have Toby and Andrew back. That was enough. But they brought back some of the other villains, and I just yeah. I don't think they could have missed with that movie. I really don't. I don't even if they tried. I don't think they could. And I think that up the ante as far as what fans expected for Doctor Strange, and we didn't get much of what we expected as far as what they could have done. I, I do agree with you though, Brandon. As far as well, oh, you didn't say this, but I think you're kind of hinting at it. I feel like the pace for us so far in Marvel is messy. I think it's messy. Yeah, it it, it really is. It's, um, I think that it it doesn't really know. It's crazy because with the first phases of Marvel Phase One through Three, it it, it got it, it. It was like it was learning how to walk, and finally, like when we got to like Guardians of the Galaxy and all that, I think they really picked the momentum and really got it in the high gears to what it was and what we're seeing. Uh, and then we had this big crescendo with Endgame. And then we had a little, you know, the epilogue with Far From Home. You know, and we're like, okay, so this is, so we're getting into phase four and we get into it with Loki. And I think that we, well, I, it, uh, and I just thought about this because in, uh, in uh, Far From Home, we hear the hint of a multiverse because, you know, uh, dude says, hey, I'm from a different universe. I'm from yeah. the universe, da, 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 da. And so you think, oh, yeah, there is another universe. But I think that, though, but with Loki, I think that it really wetted our palate to see it. And we can say, okay, I'm ready for more of it. But And with No Way Home, we got that. But I think with Shang-Chi, we got glimmers of light, but then we Lose it with Eternals, uh, and, and then Multiverse of Madness, kind of lose it a little bit more. So I, don't, I, don't, I think that Marvel right now just don't really know where it's going with everything. And I think they're relying heavily on the TV shows, the TV series, to yeah. carry it. Not well, the, Thor not brought the it back. Thor will bring it back, but it really doesn't. You know, it's not. It doesn't does, feel like it's in Phase Four. I, I, that's right. Does it feel like it's an earlier phase, like two or three or three? Yeah, it, it, it didn't feel like the whatever direction they're going in. It, it doesn't feel like it's part of that. Uh, mm. At least I didn't take it from that. Uh, it felt like the old days. <laughs> I guess it'd be the right term. It just, yeah. you know. Uh, but um, I don't know. I just I feel like the multiverse is hurting them, and I don't. Feel Let like me. Okay, go before, ahead. Uh, before, real quick, while you talk about Thor, real quick, do we get, do we get, uh, Black Panther trailer? No. Okay, and uh, do we have uh, in credit scenes? 
So I need two. to say. Two. Okay, cool. Cool. Thank you. That's all I want to know. So, because I always text you when I'm in the movies. And say, say, that's literally where I'm sitting in theaters. And I text you and say, is there any credit scene on it? Hey, do we have one for Elvis or do I just leave at the Elvis? No, today? there's no in credit scene. There's just, just music. Okay. All right, cool. I'm just curious. But anyway, uh, what did you think of Jonathan Majors in this movie, in the show? Um, I was a little confused. I was confused by him because he was, I didn't know, well, first of all, I didn't know who he was. And I was like, I didn't know who's a villain or what he was at first. I was like, he's just sitting there. It's like, who is this guy? And then he's joking. He's like, I know everything you're going to do. And I'm like, he's, he's, he's moving around like really quick, like he's the Flash or something. And <laughs> completely different universe. Shouldn't even say the Flash with everything's going on in DC. But <laughs> he's a swing and a miss, a swing and a miss. But I, I ended up liking him. But it's like he he played them. You know, he, he wanted to get killed because he knew what was going to happen. He he already had it planned out. That's um, my question. That's my question to you as well. Everybody said up. So. See, me being gullible, I thought he wanted them to take his place and he leave. But he actually wanted, he goaded them into, he goaded her into killing him. Yeah. And Loki saw it and was trying to stop Loki her. To stop it. Oh. He thought he was turning on her like he usually does. And, and in fact, he was, he had, he had come full circle. He had changed. But all she could see was he's backstabbing again. To Somewhere to get, get control of the TVA, yeah. to get control of everything. Yeah, so everything huh. came back that we thought we knew about Loki, what people thought of him. It all came back. I like that aspect that oh. he is trying to do right, but no one believes him. Oh, I love that. So I never thought about it. So he, in this, in this scenario, though, Loki doesn't really want control of the TVA. He's not doing it to get control of the TVA yeah. or the universe or this s- sacred timeline. He just doesn't think that it's... He realized that it's a bad idea to kill this guy because yeah. that's what he wants. That's what he wants to happen. And so he's trying to prevent that. So, But, but she doesn't see it. All she sees is uh, this guy is wanting the throne. He wants... He wants to be Loki. He wants to be the king, the best. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah Loki saw through that, and, you know, but he was on his own. You know, she didn't believe him. And, you know, he gets transferred back uh, to the TVA, right? Yeah. Yeah, and uh, so he knows she's going to kill him, which is exactly what he wanted. And, you know, it, when he gets. Owen Wilson's character and the other girl. Um, B-15, I think is her name. I'm going to call B-15. And I, thought, I felt this was interesting because I, I wasn't expecting this either, which was a lot of in this show. They didn't know who he was at the end. It remind, You know what it reminded me of? Um, I felt like, what was it? I felt like there was a show or something I watched where Someone went through time, went through something, and then at the end of it, he sees the people where they have no idea who he is. 
Like, I, I don't know you. Um, and I don't know. I, I, I keep wanting to go to Black, Back to the Future, but it wasn't. And maybe it's a Quantum Leap episode. You know, maybe it was something. It was just something where the, something happened and they just don't know. I don't, I'm sorry, I don't know who you are. I did, I, I did get Tim Burton, Planet of the Apes. <laughs> I say Planet of the Apes, uh, Tim Burton's Planet of the Apes. I don't go with the Charles Heston one because Honestly, to be honest, that's the first one I saw was the Tim Burton one. That's before I seen any of the other ones. Yeah, it is the worst it one. Really is but, the worst. Well, you now now you know you've seen them all. Like, you've yeah. seen every Planet Eight movie. There the originals is. are really good. I, I was shocked how good they were for its time, and, and Tim Burton ruined it. But then again, but, he had Mark Wahlberg as his lead man. So it, before he, Wahlberg was somewhat good i would say i don't think he was good at that point in time so kind of shot himself in the foot is what you yeah mean. uh but no uh yeah so with the with the statue of uh he who remains or kang i i, I don't know if that's the la- the name i can't look it up unfortunately um but yeah i thought that was what would you what, what was your vibes with that like with the whole owen not knowing him like he thought that he was like a a worker there, so. Um, I don't know if they thought he was a worker or not, but like they, they really were confused. And you're you're actually right. It does. He said, "He said, aren't you an analyst here? Yeah. You're an analyst." So. so yeah, you'd be right. They thought he was a worker, but I, I agree with you on this. They they it does remind me of Planet of the Apes when he returns back and they don't know who he is, and it, it is a callback to that. And I didn't think of that last night when I was watching that, how it ended and everything. I was thinking of something else completely different. But um, what did I just watch? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did I just watch? But talking about it has helped me understand it a little bit more, and, and it's it's moved up my rating a little bit because <laughs> it wasn't a good rating. It really wasn't, and now I, I see that it really wasn't as bad as I, I thought. I was just I think, and lost. I think I think it deserves a second viewing, uh, just to really catch some stuff. Like especially like when he's in that one world with the other Loki's. These other variant Loki's are real variant Loki's from comic books. Uh, so there is an old man Loki. There's an alligator Loki on the comic books. Yeah, that, that yeah. still gets me. The alligator. I I <laughs> liked it. And I liked it when he bit off that other variant Loki's yeah. hand. President Loki's hand. Yeah. I, Loki. I really I thought that was great. But just the scene of alligator Loki just it floors me. I just like how how's that happen? But did you also when when they're going into their bunker and the camera's panning uh through the through the dirt, you see uh you see uh, uh Frog Thor. Frog Thor is in a glass container and he's like Jumping against the glass, almost like he did in Ragnarok, trying to get out. Yeah, it's it's, it's a fog Thor jumping against the glass, trying to get out. He's like, yeah. you know, you hear him, but yeah, there's you have to go back and watch. But yeah, that's there's so yeah, many it's Easter eggs. Show you really got to pay attention to. You know, it, it's it's unlike anything I've seen from Marvel before, and I don't know if that's what the other shows are going to be. If so, that means I'm going to really pay attention. Because oh, I didn't yeah. think I was really going to have to pay attention. I thought it was going to be fun, you know, adventurous and comic, comical, and 
you know, a traditional Marvel property, and it's not. Yeah, and me from 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 me watching the show so far, I say uh, Loki's one of my favorites. Uh, WandaVision is also one of my favorites, and I really enjoyed uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Uh, and uh, yeah, and right now I'm watching Miss Marvel, uh, which it's not one of my favorites. <laughs> I mean, she's it has cool things, but it's just not. Uh, they they give you Spider Man vibes. She's a teenager and she's uh you know tries to, but it I don't know it's interesting though I love I love what the TV shows are doing, um but yeah, so I can't wait uh, and I love going back and watching these with you, um that you're getting to watch them and experience them, uh so. Yeah, I'm glad. Uh, that makes me happy because I, yeah, I wanted to always hear your thoughts on them anyway. But you <laughs> and your weird way of watching things won't watch them for another five years because you're you're like in 1992. I don't know what you is. <laughs> <laughs> your way of watching stuff. I don't know. I have no idea what's going on with you, man. Just trying but, to catch up. Yeah, clearly <laughs> you're going. Each year, <laughs> it's crazy. Like every all the content from that year, but uh, it's why it makes so much sense. Because like when I said I'm watching Young Sheldon, and you said why it's still low, <laughs> I understand what you mean. <laughs> makes so much sense coming from you. But uh, we're going to give our, any more thoughts before we give our final uh, marks for this show. Um, I can't think of anything else. I mean. I think we no, I hit on pretty much everything that was important yeah. or crucial. Um, but I, I, I really can't think of anything else. All right. Well, let's. I'm going to go ahead and give you my markouts for it. I, I'll give it – we'll give four and a half markouts out of five uh, because I, I think that it was, a, it was a great show. I had fun with it. Uh, it doesn't get a higher score in a sense of – some of the characters I'm not familiar with, but that's on me. It's not on them. Um, and that's what Marvel is trying to do is introduce new characters. But no, I give it four and a, four and a half more guys out of five. I liked it. All right. I'm going to, mine's going to be lower, obviously. Uh, it, it may be higher on my next viewing of it, but I'm going to give it a three out of five just because I was not prepared for what it was going to be. And I was, I was lost, but I did, like I said, I love the Loki character development. Uh, I loved Owen Wilson in this show. I love what they brought to the table. And by the end of it, it did make me want to see what's going to happen in season two. So I didn't realize they were going to get a season two until it said Loki will be back for season two. So I was like, Oh, that's cool. One thing I will say about it though, that I am glad is that they're keeping him around. Because, you know, I hope eventually he gets back. He, he reunites with Thor and some somehow. But for right now, it's it's just nice to see Loki still yeah. be part of the yeah. MCU. Yeah, I like that, too. Uh, also, um, I think that um, I was going to say something. You, you were saying something about um, I think that. Oh, yeah, yeah. I suggest. Uh, that you check out on uh, YouTube, uh, New Rock Stars. Uh, they have they did a, a 
breakdown of each episode of Loki, and he explains a lot of stuff to you in, in a lot of the Easter eggs and stuff you miss. So when you go back and watch it again, you would be like, oh, yeah, there it is. I see that. Or, and I, you know, because like, and one of the people that you see go through the back of the in the TVA may or may not be a Peggy Carter variant that is being uh, moved through the hallway. Somebody had a kind of hairstyle looking in the back, going like being taken from one place to another. Yeah, maybe 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 a variant of Peggy Carter. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, there's, it's it's some interesting stuff. So I would recommend that you go and watch New Rock Rock Stars on YouTube. They, they're not even paying me for doing this. I'm helping them out. But anyway, um, next week we'll be back with What If, Marvel's What If, which is interesting for Brandon because he doesn't do a lot of animated shows. So this is going to be interesting for him. No, I don't do a whole lot of animated shows. That's true. But I do <laughs> want to do Star Wars eventually. Yeah. I know Aaron, Aaron, you've talked about that in the future. We, we're going to watch star wars but you yeah. didn't mention the animated shows so i don't know animated shows those things are that's, those are vast uh it'll be a while because that's the, the clone wars and all that oh my goodness yeah there's, new- there's several shows they're animated though so it may be because i haven't watched any of them so if you make me do it because i made you do this then i'll do it i'm a- i would not pick star wars to punish you <laughs> I don't feel like this was punishment. Um, I mean, it's not punishment, but you know, it's 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 very long. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I meant, like something very long. Like, I, but the MCU, I, there's nothing like the MCU. So if I punish you, man, it'll be Star Trek, and I know that's punishment. Oh God. For you. I know I that's could, funny. I couldn't do it. I I couldn't watch the shows. I know that much. No. <laughs> Bye. Uh, until next time, and Whitlock, uh, watch. What 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 you want to do, Brandon? What are you telling to do? What am I to do? Okay. If you like this episode, click like, subscribe, and share the Mark Out Movie Podcast. Comment, comment below if you watch oh, this you on can YouTube. Comment, comment. Too, if you feel that Facebook, whatever. Yeah, whatever you want to do. But we thank you for listening. Thank you for watching. Uh, check us out on Anchor. Uh, check us out on other platforms and YouTube. We're trying to get up to 500 subscribers, so that's what yeah. our, our goal is if, right now. If we get 500, then great. Then we can go up from there. If we get to 1,000, that'd be awesome. Um, one day, we hope to keep doing this and doing this with you. So, yeah. Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. And we are the Markout Movie Podcasters. Thank you for marking out with us. <laughs>